Hello, and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for the new moon in Aries for Friday, April 1st, 2022. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to the new moon in Aries. Yes, we're going to talk all things new moon today. So buckle in, uh, strap in uh, for a little bit of a long one because we're also going to talk about the weekend and what to expect for that. So yes, we've got lots to talk about. I've got some example charts, super excited to always uh, dig into particular charts as uh, some of my listeners have volunteered their charts for us to consider. So thanks very much for that. Yeah, so we are going to talk about the weekend perspective. So make sure you stay right to the end so you get to hear all the deets about what's happening and then I'll be back on Monday to talk about the week. It's a really lots of things happening next week so make sure you don't miss one single episode. Okay let's get to that new moon. All right. Well, yes, we are talking about the new moon today in Aries. And let's just remind ourselves all of the the fun, nerdy details that I love. So a new moon occurs when the sun and the moon are at the same longitudinal position. And that happens on a monthly basis. So every month we have a new moon as the, the moon zips around much faster than the sun, of course, and meets the sun each month at the same spot. Now, of course, every new moon is a little bit different. Sometimes we get an eclipse. Sometimes we get, you know, other aspects that are uh, influencing this new moon, but it's really, it's a great resetting, a moment to look at when, uh, you know, the influences of the moon, which can represent, you know, our emotions, our needs, our, our default, where we find comfort, greets, Uh, the sun, which is around our goals, our wants, the things that we're striving towards. And so um, if you are aware, perhaps you are, that I I host a new moon session each time, slightly before the new moon, so we can talk about it, talk about the flavor of it, and really, you know, set intentions for the month. So it's this great resetting that you can do each month. Now, in particular, this new moon in Aries, which just means that both the sun and the moon are in the sign of Aries, at 11 degrees 30 minutes specifically occurred several hours ago. So I don't know if you're feeling that freshness when you got up this morning, but it's definitely that that dewy newness of a new moon. Uh, it's certainly a great way to greet the day. Now what we have going on as well as the sun and the moon in conjunction, we have two other planets that are joining and are in quite a tight stellium. And so we have the moon, the sun, Chiron and Mercury all joined together at the hip. And so a stellium is when you have three or more planets all in conjunction or within eight degrees of each other. And so not only do we have our needs and our wants uh, aligning, but we also have communication represented by Mercury, our thoughts, as well as Chiron, which is which represents, it can represent old wounds. It can be around healing those wounds. It can be around mental These are all themes that we can expect and the blending of all of those. So perhaps you're getting your needs met through mentoring. Perhaps you're reaching your goals 
through communication. So there's lots of ways to kind of play with all of those four energies uh, to see how they're going to play out in the new moon and how we, uh, you know, get our needs met or work towards our goals or mentor or communicate is all determined by the sign in which we find these planets, which in this case is Aries top of the astrological calendar, cardinal fire. So, you know, this is about daring and about courage and initiating and launching and really just putting energy out there. Uh, I mentioned last night at the new moon session, very much about active outward energy and just putting things out into the world. So really about launching yourself or, um, you know, projects about starting things. So it's got a definite uh, strong energy behind it. So though that's basically the flavor of the planets, the influences of the planets, as well as how it's going to appear. The next piece, of course, is to to figure out, well, at what, what part of my life is this going to affect Norma? What does this have to do with me, basically? And so I want to look at some example charts. All right, well, I've got a few example charts from listeners that I want to have a look at. And the reason I, I love looking at example charts is, well, it's somebody's life, which is super fascinating. And it gives us an opportunity to look, look at house placements. So planets give us sort of the archetype, the energies that we're talking about. The sign tells us how that uh, would play out. And then the house placement tells us the area of life that it may be affecting. And so that's when we can really dig in and look at specifics. So I've got, yeah, a few charts here. So I'm going to start off with listener Sarah, who um, is actually um, uh, contacted me, I think it was about a year ago, it was a while back, you know, expressing this uh, sentiment that, you know, I don't really feel like a Leo. And that really launched me down a pathway of talking to people about their son and that the fact that we're really striving towards our son. And anyway, she sent me this great uh, email. And so I wanted to use Sarah's chart. And interestingly enough, I have another listener Izzy, who also has the new moon in the same house. So I'm going to put them together. So for both of these gals here, we've got Sarah and Izzy, both of them have the new moon in their 11th house. So that just means that, you know, the sun, the moon, uh, Chiron and Mercury all in the 11th house. And that is really activating that part of your life that involves social groups, your friends, and you know, any kind of social causes that you're quite uh, involved in or that are important to you. And so this particular month might be about being courageous and to start those new projects within these groups. Perhaps you're doing some mentoring and or communicating, you know, you have a communication role within these groups. And this is really being activated by the new moon. Okay, moving on to another listener, one of my faithfuls, uh, that's always showing up to my new moon sessions and uh, volunteering their chart. And that's Mara and Mara's uh, new moon is going to be in her 10th house. And so this could be, you know, 10th house, that's the highest part of your chart. It's where it represents, you know, perhaps career or reputation or social status. And so, you know, this could be around, uh, you know, Mara moving forward confidently to be seen. It's really about sticking your head out of the crowd when, you know, the, all this activity is in your 10th house and, to really work on developing and moving forward with that reputation. 
All right. And then we've also got Whitney, who um, reached out and um, actually has a birthday coming up quite quickly. And so was interested in how the new moon might affect her in her birthday month. And so for Whitney, the new moon is in her ninth house. The ninth house is all around continuing education, philosophy, really that sense of, excuse me, moving forward, searching for meaning, right? This idea of expanding and moving towards that higher purpose or that higher meaning. And this could be around publishing or writing or, you know, basically just spreading the word. I also wanted to mention that this, Whitney asked me about this big conjunction that's coming up, which I am going to talk about when we get there. And that is this conjunction of Neptune and uh, Jupiter that's going to be exact right on her birthday on the 12th of April. And so that also is in your your ninth house, rather, Whitney. And so that theme is really around spiritual exploration or, you know, really big dreams. And so what I'm telling everybody, especially as these two planets move towards each other, is track your dreams, see what kind of bubbles up there, because that's where Neptune lives is in that that subconscious in that dreamlike state. And so with Jupiter contacting it, there's definitely going to be, you know, some sort of increase or growth in that subconscious and in that dreamlike world. All right, well, let's have a look at the weekend perspective and what we can kind of expect. So currently, as I've been mentioning, the moon is in Aries and it will, uh, you know, be there until, um, you know, through... um, uh, Saturday until Saturday. Yes, of course. And then uh, it'll move right into Taurus until late Monday. And so, you know, when the moon is in Aries, it's really around impulsive responses, perhaps acting a bit uh, impetuously and, you know, fiery. And then once it moves into Taurus, this is much more around, you know, that earthiness. And, uh, you know, I always, my recommendation is always get a massage when the moon is in Taurus because you you know it's those um, that tactile nature of Taurus that just makes that uh, all work out now in terms of um, uh, aspects that are important for the weekend it's really interesting to see that there's just a lot of conjunctions and conjunctions that are going to be exact so of course we had that stellium with the new moon that's going on and as the as the planets start to separate they are in conjunction so exact conjunctions throughout the weekend so for example today we have the sun conjunct chiron going to be exact and so this can be you know remember what a conjunction is it's kind of that idea that you know you're meeting a friend for lunch and they only have a spot for you at the counter and so you have to sit you know right beside each other so the planets are facing forward but they are aware of the other planet that's kind of right beside it so they try to they make an effort to blend but more often than not they might bristle so they might not necessarily blend too well together so here we have the first one on friday the sun conjunct chiron and this could be around you know your mentoring goals perhaps you have some goals around being a mentor or getting a mentor this could be you know coming to a head uh today and or you know, some healing issues around your identity that that's might want to dig into today. Then on Saturday, it's a Mercury 
conjunct Chiron. So now it could be around communicating as a mentor or sharing your ideas as a mentor or receiving messages from a mentor. Perhaps it's a sharing in order to heal. Perhaps there's, you know, an opportunity for you to communicate so that there is some healing that happens. And then on Sunday, we have two. One is Mercury conjunct the sun, which could be around, you know, your personal branding and making sure that you, the way you're communicating and presenting yourself aligns with your goals and your identity. And then the other one is the moon conjunct Uranus. That's how quickly the moon just clicks on into Taurus and is uh, contacting Uranus. And this could be around sudden emotions. You know, when I see the moon uh, conjunct Uranus, I think about triggering, you know, things on social media, perhaps that are a bit triggering. And so I always say to take care and to be kind to that, uh, that person inside of you. That's it. That's all for the podcast today. I certainly hope you got something out of it. Those of you that uh, I used your chart as an example, thank you again for stepping forward. Let us know how it, how it's going. Let us know if, uh, if whatever I said resonates with you. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, all my listeners, if you have a question uh, about astrology, something in general or something specific about your chart, certainly send that my way. I'd love to know what's on the minds of my listeners. My email again, of course, is astrologydiva, that's D-V-A, at gmail.com. All right. Well, I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.